I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Governor says he will fight any effort to add the COVID-19 vaccine to a state list of required shots for school kids. This was the best week since June for the Dow, NASDAQ, and S&P. The NASDAQ had the biggest gain of more than 5%. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. There are new details about some of the classified material the FBI seized out of storage at former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate in August. CBS's Scott McFarland. A source tells CBS News that among the documents seized on August 8th, the Trump's Florida estate was one containing information about Iran's missile program and another including highly sensitive intelligence work aimed at China. Material that, if exposed, could jeopardize foreign sources or even prompt other countries to retaliate against the U.S. To the extent his supporters are calling this a uh, overblown documentary matter, we're talking the crown jewels. It's hard to see how anybody could do greater damage than spiriting them away and not keeping them protected. That's former federal prosecutor Harry Littman. Former Trump aide Steve Bannon receives his sentence for failing to cooperate with the Congressional Committee investigating the January 6th Capitol attack. CBS's Skyler Henry reports. A defiant Steve Bannon ignored protesters, shouts as he arrived at federal court for his sentencing. Remember, this illegitimate regime, their, their judgment day is on 8 November when the Biden administration ends. A district judge sentenced a former aide to then-President Trump to four months in prison plus a fine. A jury convicted him in July of two counts of contempt of Congress for refusing to comply with the subpoena from the January 6th committee for testimony and documents about the planning of the Capitol attack. Bannon is also facing separate legal problems in New York. President Biden's plan to cancel billions of dollars in federal student loans has just been thrown in limbo. More from CBS's Deborah Alfaron. The Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals has temporarily issued a stay of President Biden's student debt forgiveness program, which temporarily stops the government from discharging student loan debt. The emergency motion was brought by the attorney generals in Missouri and Nebraska, who claim the forgiveness will temporarily harm the state's loan programs. Iran may be sending more attack drones to help Russia in its strikes on Ukraine targets. That according to Secretary of State Antony Blinken. Russian military personnel have been piloting these uh, Iranian UAVs, using them to conduct kinetic strikes across uh, Ukraine, including strikes against Kyiv just in recent days, and against all sorts of civilian infrastructure and civilians themselves. We also see Iranian military personnel on the ground in Crimea assisting Russia in these operations. The Biden administration says failing nursing homes will now face tougher penalties. They'll now lose federal funding if they receive more than one dangerous violation. This is CBS News. You need to hire? Indeed is with you every step of the way. Helping you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 1003 on WTOP, Friday night, October 21st, 2022, 50 in Gaithersburg and down to the low 40s overnight. Good evening, I'm
I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. A new controversy connected to campaign 2022 locally. A candidate for governor of Maryland is responding tonight to a video of him accepting a gift from the Maryland Proud Boys. WTOP's Kyle Cooper has our report. In a video, the Washington Post says it found on Republican Dan Cox's Vimeo account, a man wearing a black shirt with a Proud Boys insignia approaches Cox at his primary victory party and hands him the gift, a small comb. Here, this is a present from Maryland Proud to you. Cox, in a statement to WTOP, says, quote, In the noise of the victory celebration, it was hard to hear what was being said. I was surprised by him handing me something, and frankly, I did not even keep the comb. The Proud Boys were involved in the storming of the Capitol January 6th and have a history of violence. Cox also says, quote, I have no affiliation with anyone involved in the violence on January 6th, period. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. New tonight, two men are under arrest on charges of assaulting a woman and pushing her off a metro bus in southeast D.C. at the start of the week. Video of the attack went viral. Eight people in total are believed involved, including teenagers. 27-year-old Imani Hubbard of southeast D.C. is under arrest, along with 35-year-old Terry Barnes of Wilson, North Carolina. The woman says she got into an argument with a group of people teenagers included around 4 p.m. Monday after boarding the W4 Metro bus and asking them to stop cursing. Things escalated. The group started throwing things at her before pushing her off the bus at one of the stops. Metro GM Randy Clark is tweeting the attack is reprehensible, unacceptable as well. He says he phoned the victim directly to apologize. D.C.'s Attorney General Carl Racine says the incident has his attention and requires an urgent review and accountability. He says Metro can't do it alone. It's going to take parents, guardians, teachers, school leaders, community leaders to prevent this type of behavior. An internal investigation by Metro concluded the bus driver did not follow proper procedures during the incident, and that driver will be disciplined. 10.05. New this evening as well. D.C. police arrested two men in southeast late last night, charging them with assault of a police officer. Again, a viral video is in play here, video showing how the two were arrested. It started with gunshots, and while police were searching through a stolen car, they say a group of men came up to them and threatened an officer. When they tried to arrest him, police say 30-year-old Tawan Coleman attacked officers, sparking a melee along Stanton Road. Viral video shows 23-year-old Tyon Jackson getting slammed hard enough into a waist-high fence that he lurches back. This incident was totally unacceptable on so many levels. D.C. Councilman Treyon White. I also see uh, a police officer kicking one of the... Uh, guys, while he's on the ground, also detained by other officers. Both men were arrested for assaulting police. I know the MPD explains that he's pulling away uh, from the guy with his foot. I don't see that. Both men were arraigned, and for now at least, their cases are moving to trial. At MPD headquarters, John Dome in W6. Republican leaders in Virginia say they will fight any legislative effort to add the COVID-19 vaccine to a state list of required shots. Governor Glenn Youngkin and House Speaker Todd Gilbert announced their positions despite a recommendation from vaccine experts who say the shots should really be added to that list. The state's attorney general, Jason Miares, tweeted this evening that recommendations from the CDC impose no conditions on school attendance in Virginia. Now to the first monkeypox-related death reported in Maryland. The state's health department says the patient had a severe case because they were immunocompromised. No further details about the person were provided. The health department says most people who get monkeypox recover without any serious complications or the need for medical treatment. But it's encouraging everyone to get vaccinated if you're at high risk of being exposed to the monkeypox virus. Millions of people have signed up for student loan relief from the Biden administration, but that program has been frozen tonight, at least temporarily halted, by a court's decision. 
We'll get into that coming up with an education reporter at the Washington Post. Stay close to WTOP, your breaking news, traffic, and weather station. Let Meadows Farms Nurseries help you prepare for the winter with Mulch Madness. Four bags of shredded hardwood mulch for just $15.55. That's four bags for $15.55. And these are the big bags, three cubic feet. That's four bags for $15.55 for all Meadows Farms VIP customers. You can sign up to be a VIP customer at any of their 17 nurseries or go to meadowsfarms.com for more details. Limit 100 bags per customer. Hurry, offer ends October 26th. Meadows Farms Nurseries, plant a little happiness. 1008. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Let's go to Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. Thanks, Dimitri. Hearing about a new one here in Fairfax County. We'll start off with that one. Braddock Road got crash activity at the intersection of the Fairfax County Parkway. Seeing some brake lights in both directions, so take it nice and slow and follow police direction as needed. 66, of course, we are starting off with all the work zones. We'll start westbound. Between Route 7 and Nutley Street, you are going to see those brake lights. It seems as though just a single lane along the left-hand side is what's going to get by right now. Looks like it's the slowest on your approach towards Nutley Street. Good work around if you want to avoid that, maybe 29 or 50 if you want outer loop of the beltway the ramp to westbound 66 another work zone looks like the ramp itself only has a single lane getting by that lane is on the right hand side outer loop of the beltway any issues we had near braddock have cleared 395 they are painting the bridges once again tonight northbound side of 395 between the beltway and etzel road is slow that work is on the right hand side you'll be down to a single left lane southbound on 395 very slow between seminary road and duke street that work zone also you're down to a single lane getting by again and the delays are as far back as Seminary Road. Hearing about a work zone on Route 1 headed northbound soon after uh, the intersection of Glebe Road there. You should have the right-hand side of the roadway blocked there. Minimal delays, but delays nonetheless. A little slow across the 14th Street Bridge, but haven't heard about any accident scenes or incidents just yet. Outbound side of the Suitland Parkway. We had a crash near Alabama Avenue since has been cleared. Westbound side of 50, just after the Beltway on your approach towards 410. Sounds like a crash through that area. Just hearing first reports of it through the scanners. So watch out, uh, headed westbound on 50 there on your approach towards 410. I-95 northbound looks like the accident scene that was near 175. In the clearing stages, they may still be blocking that far left lane, so watch out for them there. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Well, then try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, Fitzway car's best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Carlos Ramirez, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast. Here's Chief Meteorologist Doug Hammer. Tracking your weekend, and boy, I'll tell you, that part of your weekend anyway, looking absolutely phenomenal. You know, I like to call them fantastic Fridays. This evening, looking perfect. Going to dinner, going to the movies, whatever you're doing, it's going to be an perfect evening. You just need the jacket. Temperatures will cool again. Going to be in the low to mid-30s in the suburbs to low 40s inside the Beltway as you make your way out and about on your Saturday, though. Plenty of sunshine, a high of 70. Sunday, tracking a chance for some showers with a high in the mid-60s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. At the wharf in D.C., it's 55. Oxon Hill, 55. Sterling at 52 degrees. Some parts of our area could be down to the low 40s. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 10-11 on WTOP. We've got breaking news. An appeals court is temporarily stopping Joe Biden's student debt relief program. It's halting the imminent cancellation of federal student loans 
under this new program. The development comes just days after millions of borrowers began applying for it, which offers up to $20,000 in loan forgiveness. Danielle Douglas Gabriel is a national higher education reporter for The Washington Post. She was with us a little earlier this evening to answer whether tonight's decision is a surprise. A lot of it has to do with the fact that the Department of Education had said that they were not discharge any debt before October 23rd, which is this Sunday. With that kind of pressing timeline before us, the court made the decision to hold off on any kind of debt cancellation until it's able to hear both sides in this appeal. This is perhaps the strongest lawsuit that we've seen. There are about seven of them that have been filed to block this policy. This one, many legal experts had thought had the best chance, and people were a little surprised to see it dismissed, but not quite as surprised to see the appeal uh, get this far. Now, referencing what you said about yesterday, the district judge in that case called it too vague. And you're saying that's kind of the surprise that that judge was so quick to dismiss it. In part, because at least two of the states were representing state entities that service some federal student loans that are privately held and federally guaranteed and own some of those loans and some of their investments are tied to them. So a lot of people who are watching that particular case kind of thought that perhaps these people, more than anyone else, would have standing to show harm by this debt relief program because they'd be losing out on revenue from those accounts. Uh, the district judge thought that that was a pretty tenuous claim and decided that not, none of the six states that were involved had enough standing to even further listen to the merits of the case. So the wheels of justice may be spinning a little quicker in this case. I understand there are deadlines early next week, Monday and Tuesday, for the two sides to weigh in. Is is that kind of the next step or the next couple of steps here? Yes. The appellate court has granted an expedited schedule trying to get this done as quickly as possible. I think everyone is well aware that there are millions of people who are waiting to see what happens with this. But so far, the White House is not telling people to stop applying. I think about 22 million people have applied in the last week, and that's on top of another eight. 8 million people who are eligible for automatic relief. So everyone is really paying attention to what happens in this case and some of the others that are starting to unfold. I know that your your beat is education, but of course you cover all of the other news as well. There is a huge political aspect to this that the president and his team might have liked to see some people feeling that relief firsthand even before Election Day in a couple of weeks. Well, certainly you're right. I, I am an education reporter, not a politics reporter, but I, I am not, I would not be surprised if there was some um, expectation that this policy could give a bit of a boost in, uh, in the upcoming midterm elections. I think there's still a lot of excitement and energy around this policy among the more than 40 million people who could benefit from it. So it's, it's difficult to say whether or not the administration will be successful in its potential bid uh, to, to gain some kind of political clout from this, but certainly the fight is on, and I do not get the sense that the president and his administration is backing down on this policy. The Washington Post National Higher Education reporter Danielle Douglas-Gabriel joining us to explain the situation tonight in appeals court stopping the imminent cancellation of federal student loans under President Biden's debt relief program, and there will be more legal arguments next week. Stay with us on WTOP for full coverage. Going up... If so, you already know the International Union of Elevator Constructors Local 10. From Dulles Airport to the West Wing of the White House, IUEC Local 10 services the D.C. area's most important elevators, escalators, and moving walkways. With IUEC Local 10, you're getting extensively trained constructors from a federally registered national apprenticeship program. To partner with us, go to elevatorinfo.org. IUEC Local 10, a proud supporter of Helmets to Hard Hats. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 10 15, we'll go to Frank Hanrahan. Good win for the uh, Wizards. Bradley Beal had a late bucket. Go ahead, bucket. Seven seconds left. Bulls had a three at the horn. It did not go down. Wizards beat Chicago 102 100. As for Beal, 19 points, eight assists. About that 2 0 start. State boys, you know, that's a, that's a testament to the guys we have in the locker room. There are a lot of guys who played on winning teams, have been in winning environments, so they know what it takes when it comes down to crunch time. We stay poised, stay locked in, and execute on both ends of the floor, get stops when we need to, and get buckets when we need to. So it was a great team win overall for sure. That was Beal on NBC Sports Washington postgame. Wizards also got 26 points, six rebounds from Kyle Kuzma. Now 2 0 on the year. They get the Cleveland Cavaliers Tuesday night. NLCS right now, it is a game three from Philadelphia. Phillies with a 4 2 lead as they take on the Padres, moving now to the bottom of the seventh inning. So big uh, night, big chance for the Phillies to take a 2 1 lead here in this best of seven series. Bruce Bochy named the new skipper of the Texas Rangers. Five Commanders players ruled out for the game against the Packers Sunday and one, including wide receiver De'Ami Brown and tight end Logan Thomas. As for rookie wide receiver John Dotson, questionable with a hamstring. Again, Wizards get the win over the Bulls. Frank Hay and Rand, WTOB Sports. Top stories we're following for you tonight on WTOP. New video shows Dan Cox, Maryland's Republican nominee for governor, greeting a member of the Proud Boys and accepting a gift. This was at a primary victory party over the summer in Frederick County, Maryland. In a statement, Cox tells WTOP it was noisy in the room and hard to hear what was going on that day. He says he did not keep the gift. The House panel investigating January 6th has subpoenaed former President Trump for testimony and records related to the orchestrated plot to overturn the 2020 election. The committee says that Trump personally oversaw the effort. More than 800 ex-cons are getting back their right to vote in Virginia. Governor Glenn Youngkin says second chances are essential. The former prisoners now have until Monday to register or through Monday to register. Stay with WTOP for more about these stories in just minutes. When it comes to patents, more areas around the country are seeing women get them, but the overall number is still dismally low compared to men. A new report looked at 30 years of patents ending in 2019. The number of women that are actually named on patents is somewhere between 12 and 13 percent. Kathy Vidal is the director of the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. She says they believe part of the problem is women not having access to the patent process. When we get out there and meet women where they are and provide them with legal services, that number changes dramatically. So they're focusing on education, from educating children on innovation and the value of patenting to offering aid in underreached areas where inventors may just need a helping hand to get their patent on the books. Michelle Morello, WTOP News. 18. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks with Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. Thanks, Dimitri. A few work zones starting up. It is about that time. 66 westbound. Very slow. From Route 7 all the way over towards Nutley Street. That's for a work zone. You should have just a single lane getting by there. And of course, the ramp from the outer loop of the Bellway onto westbound 66. Also has the work. You only have a single lane on that ramp that meets with the single lane on 66 westbound. Now, if you're patient enough, once you get past Nutley Street, things will be up to speed all the way out towards Manassas and Points West. However, there's another work zone there near the Fairfax County Parkway. That looks like it's on the left, uh, correction, I'm sorry, it's on the right, by, right side of the roadway headed past the Fairfax County Parkway on the westbound side.
I-95 northbound, any crashes we had near the Dale City ramps uh, have cleared. No longer seeing any issues there. Still hearing about the accident scene. Seems to be on the eastbound side of Braddock Road, headed towards the Fairfax County Parkway. Watch out for the response there. 395, they are painting some bridges tonight. Northbound side between the Beltway and Etzel Road. Very slow. The cones are along the right-hand side of the roadway. You'll have just a single left lane getting by once you get past Etzel Road. Things are up to speed, of course. Southbound 395. It is jammed. Kind of like a like a rush hour delay here between Seminary Road and 236. Little River Turnpike and Duke Street exits. There you will have just a single lane getting by that work crew as well. There are a few workarounds there, so if you want to avoid it, go ahead and weigh your options. A little slow on the outbound side of 395 on the southeast-southwest freeway. Haven't heard about any crashes, but it is slow. Headed on to the 14th Street Bridge. Northbound DC 295, slow between Pennsylvania Avenue headed towards East Capitol Street. Same thing, haven't heard about any crashes or work zones just yet, but hey, if you see something before I do, give us a call. 1-866-304-WTOP is a traffic tip line. I'm Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Strong team for four-day forecast. You're going to Doug Camper. That weekend looking great, at least the start of the weekend looking great. And for many of you, it's starting right now with those temperatures going down. As we make our way through the next few hours here, we'll see those numbers drop into the 50s, so not as cool as it's been. Temperature tomorrow in the upper 60s to around 70 degrees, plenty of sunshine, chance of rain on Sunday. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Gammer. On Monday, a slight chance of a morning shower with some afternoon sunshine, high 70. And Tuesday, partly sunny and mild, high 75. Tonight at Tyson's, it's 55. Crofton at 51 and LaFont Plaza, 55. Heading down to the low 40s overnight. We're brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. Still ahead here on WTOP, if we don't get more Metro Rail cars back on the tracks, we're not going to be able to open the extension to Dulles Airport on the Silver Line, and those trains still remain very crowded right now. So what is the plan to get those rail cars back? We'll find out what's going on tonight and starting the weekend here in two minutes. 1021. The it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. And there's a classic for every craving. Mix and match two for just $3.50. Like a McChicken, a McDouble, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. When you see someone sipping on a crisp, refreshing drink from McDonald's, you may suddenly crave one, too. And that's normal. It's more than a drink. It's a McDonald's drink. All your ice-cold go-to drinks are here whenever that mood hits. From classic Coca-Cola to a sparkling Sprite to a sweet, sweet tea. Get any size for just $1.39, only at McDonald's. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Hi, I'm Jeff Dick, Chairman and CEO of Main Street Bank, here to talk to you about relationship banking. For business owners, it's a serious matter. A good relationship with your banker, your accountant, and your attorney is critical. Knowing your banker will be there for you in good times and in not-so-good times makes all the difference in the world. Visit mstreetbank.com. Main Street Bank. We bank where you breathe. Main Street Bank. Member FDIC. This is WTOP News. Not 1023. Metro has turned over a proposed revision to its return to service plan for those newer 7,000 series rail cars. The Washington Metro Rail Safety Commission got the plan this week, and a spokesperson for the commission says its technical team has already begun to review it and is having discussions with Metro's team. As part of that plan, Metro says it will run additional 7,000 series cars for a month and submit testing data to the Safety Commission every week to make sure everything is good. 
An earlier request by Metro to return all 93 of those trains to service with inspections every seven days was denied by the commission, which said there was not specific testing data to support the plan. Now, the dispute this past week did leak out to the public and even led to some reprimands by U.S. senators from both Maryland and Virginia, saying that this is not a time for turf wars. Like almost every other organization, Metro badly needs new workers. It's going to hold a recruitment drive tailgate at Sunday's Commander's Game against the Packers. Metro says, using football language here, it's looking at new prospects for its winning team and will be scouting for top talent in the F-Purple lot from 9 a.m., until just before kickoff at 1. It needs bus drivers and workers to maintain the bus fleet, among other positions. And as they pitch you for work at Metro, there will also be some giveaways. Do you ride Virginia Railway Express? If you do, you'll probably like this very much. You can continue to ride for free between six stations until Metro's Blue Line service resumes south of Reagan National Airport on November 5th. The six stations are Union Station, LaFont Plaza, Crystal City, Alexandria, Franconia Springfield, and Backlick Road. More from VRE. Our primary reason for doing this is to help mitigate the effects of the Metro Rail shutdown. VRE's Karen Finnegan-Clarkson, when do fares come back? They will be cheaper. When fares do come back, she says, they'll be cheaper. The board agreed to reduce the fares until Metro's yellow line tunnel work is finished. That won't be done for almost another year. So we'll be looking at a single ride um, costing about $5.00. A day pass will be 10. A reminder, parking at VRE's Backlick Road Station is free. Once the work is done on the blue line, you'll be charged about $5 to park there. Know anyone who rides e-scooters? The number of kids being hospitalized because of e-scooter injuries is over during the past 10 years. Suggesting that e-scooters use might need an age requirement and limit on number of riders. When we looked at injuries that took place in patients aged 0 to 4 years old, about 80% of them were on the e-scooter with an older person. Dr. Harrison Hayward of Children's National Hospital. And it's not strictly regulated whether they go in the road, the sidewalk, or the bike lanes. Also noting that about 10% of scooter ER visits involve head injuries. It is broadly understood that helmets save lives on bicycles, and we need to think similarly about e-scooters. Chrissy King, WTOP News. Money News 25 and 55 at Jeff Claybaugh. The Dow rallied 749 points Friday and gained almost 4% for the week. Snapchat stock lost almost a third of its value on a slowdown in growth and losses that quadrupled. American Express's card member spending on travel last quarter was up 57% from a year ago. Alamo Drafthouse and Cinema opens in Crystal City next week, joining locations here in Northeast D.C., One Loudon and Woodbridge. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Still ahead on WTOP, the full weekend forecast, and then the breaking news involving what may be your loan forgiveness, the Biden administration program put on hold tonight by an appeals court. Stay with us. It's 1026. Beautiful homes start from the floors up at FloorMax. This weekend, all in-stock carpet is now on sale at FloorMax with up to 50% off. That's right. A whole house of carpet installed with free upgraded pads for less than $2,000 only at FloorMax. That's all in-stock carpet up to 50% off at FloorMax. Plus, act now and you'll get 0% financing. Get your new floors at FloorMax now. Hurry. Sale ends Monday. Visit FloorMaxFloors.com now. That's FloorMaxFloors.com. See stores for selection and details. 
Hi, Melanie Funkhauser here, president of Fair Oaks Chrysler Jeep Dodge and Ram. This month only, factory order your new vehicle from Fair Oaks and save as much as $12,000 off MSRP. Plus, during Ram Power Days, get 0% financing for 48 months and get a $3,500 cash allowance on new Rams. Lower prices, higher standards every day. Online at fairoaksmotors.com. Factory orders 5 to 10 weeks. Some models may be longer. See dealer for details. There was a whole torrent of news today about Donald Trump, Mar-a-Lago, and uh, Steve Bannon, the former Trump advisor, all things related to the 2020 election and, of course, the Capitol riot. It's all ahead tonight on WTOP. WTOP is a proud sponsor of the Marine Corps Marathon. Limited entries are still available for the MCM 10K. Take the 6.2-mile scenic route from the National Mall to the U.S. Marine Corps War Memorial on October.